Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Secret Cabinet. The Secret Cabinet. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Secret Cabinet. On the mic is the translator for the show, Travis Dow. The original content is by Der Budler in the German version. I'm happy you found your way here. And today's theme is Marquis de Sade's mommy-in-law. Donatien Alphonse François de Sade was born in Paris on the 2nd of June, 1740 to a father that was no longer rich, but still a nobleman. Actually, his first name should have been Louis Aldons Donatien, or Louis Aldons Donatien, but someone must have written down his name incorrectly as Donatien Alphonse François in the baptism register. Probably Lassade, if at all, would have gone into history for his long and descriptive writings when, well, if there hadn't been his mother-in-law. Because without her, we may have never found out about his misdeeds and his emotional instability, which is, of course, where we get the modern term sadism from. But let's take it one after the other. To outsiders, the young Marquis seemed like the ideal son-in-law. Polite, handsome, had a career in the French army, comes from a good family, that are even distantly related to the royal family. Marie-Madeleine de Montreux was, of course, flabbergasted when Marquis de Sade found interest in his daughter, who normally didn't get very much uh, attention. I guess she was a little on the heavier set side, uh, René de Lagie. But he married her in, in 1763. But then it was noted that the Marquis was already banned from several bordels because of uncouth behavior. And also, it was sort of noted that the wedding was actually just planned because that would offset some of the heavy debt and spending in the Marquis' budget. But René Pelagie was obviously very in love with him, and even gave him three children. However, the apparent luck didn't seem to last. 1768, Desaad was accused of whipping a beggar woman and forced her to have anal intercourse. The accusation was eventually dropped, but the family still left Paris and moved to their castle in Lacoste. And I didn't just make Lacoste up, that really is a place, which is in Provence. If they have crocodiles there or, or polo shorts, I couldn't say. When Desaade was again accused in 1772, his mother-in-law simply dropped him. This time he must have went too far. 
Not that it bothered her especially a lot that he had an orgy with prostitutes, where he supposedly flung the cat of nine tails around a few times while being penetrated from a servant. After all, that was in the 18th century in noble circles, just about normal. And supposedly such occurrences happened quite frequently, where he would just invite someone over and um, either pay her or force her um, to do his bidding. And supposedly, even with the support or even with the presence of his wife. However, this time he went too far because of a woman, Anis Bonbons. He tried to give her some cateridine, which is better known as Spanish fly. However, cathedrin is is a substance that, if not dosed correctly, can have fatal consequences. So, well, apparently the lady started to get violently ill. She survived the episode, however, did accuse the Marquis of mixing poisons. Desaad fled to Italy before he was sentenced to death. He did not take his wife with him. Instead, he brought along his young sister-in-law. Supposedly, he had already been in love with her for a very long time. The convent student, Anne Prosper. And now, his mother-in-law finally just lost her head. When Desaad asked his mother-in-law from exile for money, she just simply responded by letting him be arrested. Unfortunately, he had written down the correct return address. Now, he did escape from prison, but he did have to escape to Italy again. There, he spent his time writing and also traveling and writing travel stories, which many of the noblemen of the time sort of did. In fact, he sometimes gave himself as Comte de Massat, the head of the French army. Here, he already mentioned after publishing a report about Holland in 1769, a book about his Italian trip and about Florence and Neapolis. To our today's standards, maybe a little long form and overly descriptive, but it is according to that time's taste. 1777, his mother-in-law wrote to him that she was on her deathbed, had forgiven him, and he should come back to Paris. And maybe because he was running out of money, he followed her wish. However, upon his arrival in Paris, he was promptly arrested um, under a warrant which his healthy mother-in-law had set up. He was then thrown in jail in Versailles and later moved to the notorious Bastille. Demontrand triumphed the stepmother. However, she didn't quite realize what she had unleashed. According to her, the streets were safe again. However, Desaad compensated with the lusts that he could no longer experience by living vicariously through his themes in his writings. In the following 13 years, which he spent in prison, he wrote the classics of the violent pornography, which of course brought him his later reputation, even using his mother-in-law as a template for especially sadistic sort of scenes. In letters, he wrote about his revenge in hundreds of different ways. Like, for instance, when he wrote... I saw the bitch as I flayed her alive, drug her across a pile of burning hot coals, and then threw her in a vat of vinegar. And I spoke to her, you horrid creature. 
This is what you get for selling out your son-in-law to the executioners. You get this because you took away the best years of his life. And in this style, and even worse, are about to set the tone for his novels, like Juliette and the 120 Days of Sodom, which he also wrote in prison. And by the way, when he started to get low on paper, he wrote on a strip of paper which was only about 4 inches wide, about 12 centimeters. But it was 12 meters long, about 36 feet. Justine is, by the way, read on a German podcast by the hoax mistress Alexa, which is in the podcast Black Sweet Stories, which is in successive episodes. And there, it's about the woman protagonist who, throughout being treated worse and worse, refuses to dismiss her belief on virtue. And by the way, be warned, this is not easy material. It definitely, definitely rated R, or worse. However, I'll point out that Desaad's setup in the Bastille was actually not uncomfortable. He had set himself up with some tapestries and a desk. Marble busts were on the walls. And his wife even brought him the newest fashion trends that Paris clothing had to offer. And, of course, tasty treats from back home. In fact, she even brought him custom-made dildos called Prestige his wife had to bring him. As the Parisian citizenship stormed the Bastille on the 14th of July, 1789, the citizens just kind of missed Desaad when they were letting out prisoners. Since he had yelled at the crowd earlier that they're killing all the prisoners in the Bastille, which he actually didn't. However, a few days later, he was moved to an insane asylum. At that point, the manuscript of the 120 Days in Sodom was lost, but was found again in the 20th century. His wife, however, now that Desaad was declared mentally ill, went ahead and filed for divorce. Kind of an opportunist. 1790, Desaad was finally let free and joined, despite his noble heritage, the revolutionaries, whereby he not only saved his neck, but also Lacoste, the family castle, and all of his belongings. And because he was making a friend of the people so quickly, um, he could also take over a position of judge. And here follows one of those ironies of fate. Because suddenly, as judge, suddenly he found his mother-in-law and husband in front of him, and were set in front of his mercy. But actually, the surprising part here is, despite his horrible descriptions in his, in his writings about what he would do to his mother-in-law, he didn't actually show himself here in this situation sadistic at all, but actually saved the couple from the guillotine. Now, in his newfound freedom, he was well-behaved and only wrote mild theater pieces, which were totally lacking of his usual bloodthirsty orgies, rapes, and murders. And maybe, therefore, that's also why they flopped. Also, his career as a judge fell apart because he was deemed unreliable and was then accused of this and, became, and came in front of court himself and was also sentenced to death. But he escaped again. Uh, namely, he was, was set free after the death of Robespierre, but his writing career never really took off. And then once Napoleon came to power in 1801, Desaad was again arrested, but by now he's had plenty of practice. But this time, because of his pornographic writings. Especially the novel Juliette had excited Napoleon. Uh, I, I mean, uh, made him mad, not like, yeah. And had Desaad thrown in prison without a trial. And after the Marquis had had allegedly went after one of his inmates, 
he was taken to the Assane Asylum in Chardon. There he was allowed to dramatize and act out plays, however not his own. <laughs> de Sade was banned from writing for the rest of his life and spent the rest of his life in solitary confinement. However, that didn't stop him in the last year of his life as a 73-year-old man to seduce one of the washer girls in the asylum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.